or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Here's the sad reality about NIL. Uh, you will get paid more for leaving and going somewhere else. The people who stay at their schools are not rewarded as much as someone who enters the portal and goes to another school because the transfer portal guys make a lot more money, a lot more NIL money typically than the guys already on the team. No matter where they come in at, no matter what, you know, what it is, it's just a fact. There's a lot of money in the portal. And so guys who choose to stay where they, you know, where, where they love to be are, you know, quote unquote, getting punished and check guys who choose to leave and go somewhere else. Uh, can make more money doing that. So it's like, what are we really rewarding here? You know what I mean? But yeah. it is it is no, ridiculous. I dude. was telling somebody this today. The grass is not greener on the other side most of the time. Shoot. But the money's greener. The money is, in fact, greener. Um, and, I, you know, I understand that reality. I mean, think about it from from the perspective of uh, of, of a, a current player on a roster, let's say you're a starting defensive end and uh, you get someone from the, your team gets someone from the transfer portal and he's going to be a starting defensive end as well. You've been there your whole career. This guy's coming in as a one-year rental. Not, like, you guys are kind of in the same ballpark as far as skill and and what type of players you are, but you had a need at that spot because of maybe someone graduated or, or went to the NFL or transferred out themselves. Like, in order to get that transfer portal player, there's no doubt that NIL-wise, it's going to cost more to get that player in yep. than you would have you would pay him had he been on your team organically. It's like we talked about last hour. I mean, it it, it comes down to overpaying. It kind of like in the NBA, how free agents often get overpaid, right? We're like, well, he makes that much money. When you have kind of the same price tag, it ends up being well. There's a lot of teams that have him valued kind of at the same number. But if we actually want to get him, then we've got to overpay. And, buddy, do we need this because college football teams are no longer scared to fire coaches two years into a, uh, into a contract, you know? So it's, it's yeah. just so much a win at all costs. I mean, it always has been, but the contracts are even – the lifespan's even shorter now of head coaches. So it's just a byproduct of, of what we're seeing, man. So, yeah, I think, yeah. Canuck's, I think Canuck's right there for sure about that. Yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, I, it's hard to it's hard to tell these kids. Right. No one wants to hear my message on it because my message on it is the money does not and will not matter. It just doesn't. And it won't. And the first thing is, well, that's easy for you to say 
with, you know, wherever you've been and whatever money you happen to have in your pocket. And it's easy to say that to kids that don't have anything. Well, yeah, it's easy to say it to kids that don't have anything. I'm just telling you from experience that it is far more worthwhile. You will, I mean, you go back and you talk to most every college football player from any era, and they will most likely tell you that the greatest years of their entire life were when they were playing college football. And it was before they were getting paid anything. And it doesn't matter if your team was good or if your team was bad or if you were an All-American or if you were a scout team player. Almost every single guy will tell you that the college football experience was the best years of their life. And I just, in my opinion, it is not worth it to cash that out for some NIL money to be a mercenary and transfer around college football. It's far more worth it to go somewhere out of high school be a part of a, of a freshman class, grow up together, train together, lose together, win together, go through all of those things with one another. And, and guys are, are, will fall. Guys will, will peel off and can't make it or want to go somewhere else. I mean, I, I get that. That happens. But the friends that you make in college that you spend – your those four years with or five years whatever it happens to be playing football there there is no amount of money that you would trade those experiences for later in life i would i I get let me let me just say i would trade money for some of my friends let me i'm just let me be on the record on that one okay i want to put that out there and and probably most of them go go ahead go ahead i'm just kidding i and i understand that there's a lot of former players that are that are a little bitter about the fact that these guys are making as much money as they are, and it's kind of turned into what it is. And it's like, well, where is the money? Whenever I was playing, I we didn't get anything. I'm I am thrilled. I am glad we didn't get any money. I. All Teddy got was a PS2 for his bowl gift back in 2002. I think that was the year the PS2s were the gift. Whatever. I just, man, I there is nothing better than struggling together where nobody has anything. Every day is an absolute grind. The moments that you get to, to laugh and hang out together and sit in your dorm or sit in your living room with your roommates and invent. Or talk about, laugh about what happened that day. Like to me, that is well, yeah. I mean, that's the all, only all thing that, of value. All that for sure. But I, I think even from, and this may not be every case. I bet it's most cases though. Think about it from the individual perspective, which is all that we're doing now, right? Is looking at it from the individual perspective. But let's let's even do 
that when it comes to the scenario that you're talking about. I'm going to guess that in most circumstances, staying at the same place and having the same continuity year over year is probably going to result in you being the best player when your collegiate career is all said and done. And I'm sure for most of these guys, the ultimate goal is still to get to play professionally and get paid in the NFL. And I, I just feel like that's not every circumstance. I know there's there's good coaches, there's better coaches at other places. But I, I would guess in most circumstances, you stay at the same place that you're at when you start, the continuity that's there. You're probably going to end up being a better player after four years than moving around to three or four different schools throughout your uh, throughout your playing career. That's I would guess that. Oh my gosh! Like playing in the same system, like it. If you play in the same system for four years, which doesn't always happen because coaches get fired and coordinators move on and all of those things, but man, that is. There is no doubt that that, especially defensively, I can't really speak to it offensively as much, but there is no doubt in my mind that that is massively beneficial for uh, mainly second and third level players. Defensive line, perhaps not as much, but second, third level players, 100%, because there's so much to learn, and you're still, for the most part, especially if it happens when you're a a freshman, sophomore, and, and for some guys even junior, you still don't really know much of anything sure and to have to scrap everything that you do know and and try and learn it all in a different language is is very difficult e freaky from illinois says tbun if you know what tbow stands for you'll know what tbun stands for tbun if mizzou tbow junior if oregon is officially in the portal and he's right caden green uh, five minutes ago, the official Transfer Portal Twitter page posted it. Five minutes ago, Caden uh, Green has officially entered into the NCAA Transfer Portal. So it took a couple of days from the uh, first time that we found out about this. What was that, a Tuesday practice that he essentially walked out on? Uh, now, finally, on Thursday, he's officially in the portal. Mm, there you go. Take that for, for what you will. But I, I would guess the odds of returning back to OU – um, are probably very, 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 very small of, of that being the case. Yeah. Yep. And you know what? Like Which, it, it, uh, it's his life, and it's his decision to make. I, 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 but I hope it is his decision to make. You know, right? I hope yes. that he's not being led in a direction that is not going to be good for him for the long term. That's if this is his decision alone, then that okay, what, whatever, fine. But I, that's, that's just what I really hope it is. I, I hope it's not any of his family members' decision that he's leaving because it would be a shame. He's had one hell of a start to his career. I thought he was going to have an incredible career here that maybe ended up with an All-American tag next to it. And I just hope that that's not impacted significantly by this move. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I don't I – mean, I think that's, that's one of the things – I said this earlier uh, – you, you do have to keep in mind that it feels like it's his decision, but you don't always – I mean, it may not be 100% up to him, right? He may be being influenced uh, in one or another direction by one person, two people, multiple people. So 
Uh, Caden, if you're listening, uh, tweet. What, what, should, what should he tweet out if he really wants to stay and he's being uh, he's being influenced Blink twice if you're being game. influenced and you really want to come back to OU. Just uh, blink twice on Twitter, however you do that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. No, I, I, I wish the best for him, and I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to be an NFL player. I think wherever he goes is getting one hell of an interior offensive lineman and a little jelly. Uh, okay, let's go to the text line, 405-651-3439. From the 405, would the staff even take him back if he wanted to come back? I yeah. I don't – I have no I, – th- I mean, purely a guess on that. But given the situation that they're in, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they if they would. Take King Green back? Yeah. Of course. Absolutely. Uh, no harm, no foul. You I mean, still gotta, there would be a harm and a foul, but, you know, uh, better than I mean, the alternative. Smitty may put you on the, uh, the Stairmaster for mission, missing practice or, or a lift, but um, we got a spot for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's the NFL football player, early round draft pick, interior offensive line. Um, for those that may have not noticed, we've got a really big need uh, on the offensive By line. By God, right we're now. an SEC program now. Hell yeah, we'll take him back. Let's go. Did you see the schedule next year? Uh, no, yeah. in, in all seriousness, um, we, we did that hour reveal show last night. And again, for the third time today, like, but seriously, I, it, it deserves three thanks, if not more. Thanks for tuning in with us uh, from six to seven last night, interacting all that. That was fun. You think anything? Uh, you think any differently about the schedule twenty three hours after the unveiling than we did in the moment last night? Uh, no, not really. I I think it's beautiful. I think it's a thing of beauty. Just looking at it, seeing those names on there. I think the spacing of it is is great with a bye week in week six and week 12. And then you've got the main game between two road games at Ole Miss and at Missouri. Um, and you close out with a bang. Bamia at home, Louisiana on the road. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think it's great. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many wild card games on here. Like, if that exact same schedule was played this season – Oh, dude, like this is the best Ole Miss team in a few years. It's the best Missouri team since Chase Daniel was picking his nose on the sidelines. LSU had a Heisman Trophy winner. Alabama might win a national championship. Tennessee took a step back from last year, but that's still maybe the second best team that they've had in the past decade. Like ten and one, right? Like it, it, like that schedule this year would have been incredibly difficult. Maybe the most difficult schedule in program history, but how does Missouri respond? Same thing with Ole Miss, same thing with Auburn, same thing with LSU replacing a quarterback. It's still going to be a different, a difficult schedule. I just – will it be as difficult as it would have looked this year? I guess is my oh, question. I, I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be far more difficult next year than it is this year. So you think Missouri and Ole Miss and Alabama will all be better teams? I mean, I guess that's kind of my question, is will those teams be better than they were a year ago? I think Alabama's going to be Alabama, okay? I mean, 
are they going to be better than I they are? I think they have a chance I mean, next year actually to be better potentially. They're going to be incredibly good. I mean, that's just kind of a kind of a wash. Um, but Tennessee, I I think we're a better football team than them this year. I, the real wild card to me is I feel like Auburn is a team to watch. Well, they're doing some big things in recruiting, man. Yeah. They flipped a five-star from Alabama and Georgia this cycle. I'm telling you, like, like to me, the Auburn game this year was the time to get them. They're going to be – I think they're going to be a lot better but, next year. But even year. this year, man, like, they had Alabama on the ropes. I, I mean – I don't like on the ropes. I didn't even describe yeah. where they had him at Georgia. They yeah. had him down. I think ten nothing at home earlier. Yeah. So it's going to be well, a really difficult no, I, game. I I agree, but I I think it's going to be harder next year than oh, it would yes. have been this year. Well, yes, we're um, definitely in agreement on that. And Ole Miss and Missouri, like record wise, I think those uh, those teams look far better. Like where they sit in the standings than they do on the field, in my opinion. Um, I'm not. I'm. I. You know, I'm not I, I didn't sit down. I, just gonna I didn't sit anyone, down and but. watch a ton of Ole Miss games this year. But the one game Ole Miss game I watched from start to finish was the Egg Bowl, and I was. Uh, I, I was not too impressed with them, but well, they still I watched on the a, road and a won lot it. of the uh, Ole Miss A and M game, and the first half of that football game was a farce it was bad it was two bad football teams um i didn't watch much of the second half but i mean when you're in the when you're in the sec if if you navigate a schedule and i i guess they did beat lsu that's their big win they beat lsu um, Beat him at home. 55 49. Sure. Yeah, I was about to say, like, outside of that, I mean, it's you got a bunch of wins on there, but I don't know that there's a whole lot to hang your hat on. Your other two big games you lost. Um, they did beat Tulane early in the year on the road. That was That's a pretty good game. That's a good win. But I just, they look, their record looks way better than what they actually are, in my opinion. Um, and I think the same thing. Uh, to a degree about Missouri. So, but I mean, still, uh, it's going to be awesome. Like, I'm really not, like, the difficulty of it, I'm not nearly as uh, excited about as I am just to see all the different names. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. Final hour rolls on here from the, the Falls word of Brookhaven. is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network. Final hour of The Rush. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, 405-651-3439. Caden Green officially in the portal. Transfer Portal Twitter page tweeted that out about 15 minutes ago. Uh, now, who is behind all of this? Who is the leader to get uh, Caden Green services for the 2024 season? That just kind of seems like it's all but rumors right now, man. And the rumors are Missouri, uh, Colorado could be involved in this, Oregon could be involved in this. Is Nebraska involved in this? They've been throwing money around. 
But there's a lot of rumors right now. It doesn't seem like there's a natural, like, this team leads over any others. It, maybe they're taking offers right now. I don't know. But it doesn't seem to be a team that everyone's feeling, oh, yeah, that's where Caden Green's going to be next year, at least not right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know he's he's just entered the portal, what, a uh, half hour or so ago. Officially, but, correct. Officially. Officially. But we know that he's already – Oh, contact and communication has, has, has been made, I'm sure. Yeah, and he probably does know exactly where he's going, but it's just kind of rumors probably and speculation. You're, you're leaving it open that he may not? I'm leaving it open that, hey, we're in the portal, so let's see what options we get. Let's go. Yeah, we're in the portal now. Let's, let's see the highest number that we can get before we pick a school. I'm just leaving that open, that possibility. I see. Because, I mean, if you're hopping in the portal like that, like that situation, man, it really feels like money was the real reason behind this decision. So if money's behind the decision, I guess I wouldn't be surprised if, hey, everyone, we're in the portal. Uh, let's go. Let's see your best offer. Let's see who can do their best. Right. I um, I don't know, but my, my guess is it's already done. It may it's be. already been uh, negotiated and agreed upon, if if not literally at least uh, handshake-wise or in principle, however you want to verbally, whatever. And there'll be probably a several-day delay, and maybe he even takes a visit or something somewhere else, but probably already just to kind of throw – Throw people off the scent that it was done. Um, oh, the old USC trick? That is that what you're yeah. talking about? The Jordan Addison, go visit USC, but then go visit a couple of other places yeah. first and then commit after? Yeah. Just just to show that it wasn't it wasn't done. Uh, Not lead us directly beforehand. to who was tampering. That's that yeah. That, that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. we've got text on the text line everywhere from USC to hearing DG help get Caden Green to the portal and go to Oregon, to OU already offered the higher number and lost. It's done. So we've, we've, got, we've got a lot of teams covered here on the text line. But yeah. That seems to be a popular rumor right now on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line is that DG's behind this. How could he do that? Which, I, I mean, I would throw Oregon in as one of the teams that, that could definitely get uh, his services for next year. I don't know if DG's behind it or not. I doubt DG is behind it. I mean, I, I guess, I guess I never know. You never know anything for sure. Um, and I don't know. I have no idea what that relationship is. But I guess it would be shocking if uh, Dylan Gabriel went to Oregon and said, hey, you know what we really need to do? Uh, we need to go poach an offensive lineman from Oklahoma. It's hard to that envision would be awesome. him being the guy that does that after everything yeah. that we that we know about him. Now, that's going to be the first thing fans say if he does, it, in fact, end up uh, at Oregon. I mean, Everyone's going right? to take back those Go Be Great tweets that they sent out on Saturday. Go be great, DG. Go be great. We're yeah. rooting for you. Yeah, the, 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 all those will get deleted if he goes to Oregon. Right. Well, 
I don't know. We'll see what happens. I um, I honestly do want Caden Green to go perform really well somewhere, unless obviously it is against us. Um, but I think he's – I had a lot of fun watching him grow up this year, and I think he's got a very, very bright future. Wish it ended differently here at Oklahoma, but – um, I, I think he's a great football player and is going to have a great career. By, yeah, Malik Murphy has been in the portal for about 24 hours now. Here are some of the schools that have indicated interest in the uh, Texas quarterback. See if any of these interest us. Uh, Georgia, South Carolina, mm. USC, Syracuse, Baylor, Oregon State, Duke. So really the three that Georgia, South Carolina, USC have indicated interest South in South Carolina. Him. Malik Murphy playing uh, in Norman next year wearing a Cox uniform. <laughs> God, you just had to go there, didn't you? Do, do they have a uniform that just that uh, they omit the game in front of that? I think so. An alternate Isn't jersey. Isn't that what they always say? I mean, isn't that like they're, they chant, go Cox? No, they yell, game! Cox! I think uh, this is what they chant. We'll find okay. we'll find out in a few years if that's different or not when we're there. But I think that's it. Bobby and BA says it is being reported on a paywall site that Dylan was the go to or was the go between for Oregon. Report came out about thirty minutes ago. Huh? Okay. So I guess one of the websites is reporting that. I still that, what I, was I, it? Say that again. It's being reported on a paywall site that Dylan Gabriel was the go. It just says go between for Oregon. Report came out about thirty minutes ago. I haven't, I haven't seen that. Um, appreciate that information. I'll, I'll still say what I said a few minutes ago. I uh, I'd be surprised if if DG did that, and if it comes out that that's true, I'll I'll be I'll be really stunned if that's what happened here. Yeah, I I guess I would be too. Um, I guess I don't know exactly how to think about that because you know that the Oregon staff would be, I, I, I guess my guess is that the Oregon staff would be suggesting that as as a way to maybe make communication there, but I mean that is that's putting yourself in a bad spot if you're dealing Gabriel. Yeah, that's that's just not gonna, optics wise. Yeah, that's not going to end up well, uh, especially around here if that's the case. He he had a lot of fans, and, and if this isn't if there's no validity to it whatsoever, then he still will have a lot of fans next year. But if that's proven to be true and he ends up at Oregon, yeah, that's that's going to turn ugly real quick. You you know exactly how that'll go. That will, that will not be oh, good. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's going to be – I mean, if if that turns out to be true, which I don't even know who's reporting that, like what that like – if that's – if there's anything, any validity to it at all, I, I have no idea. But that's probably going to end up being national news. Yeah, if it could be. I mean, if that's – if it's uh, proven or I guess even reported, I, I think it probably could yeah. be. Yeah. Well, for a bunch of reasons. I mean, number one, it's, you know, like, 
it's it's a it's a bad look at least i'm sitting here thinking it's a bad look i don't know like if you're an oregon fan like what's your perspective on that i i guess you i could understand if you got a big name player and that player was uh trying to bring along some other players from his team to his new team we'd probably be cheering that on right um that's what i think about it at first but the other part of it is i if it's being announced that he was the go between well that's tampering and cuz Kane Green just now got in the transfer portal so that's like that's like an admittance of guilt if if that sure. was to turn out to be true but right? i get but i guess it's the same point as we've been talking about for 2 days does that even matter how are you going to prove it i mean yeah. e- even if you could sure. is it is it even going to matter at this point Right. I just I'm not I'm yeah. not so sure that it would. Um, on that discussion, uh, I had this down for today. We'll we'll get it in right here. Position you feel best about, and the position you feel worst about uh, as we look ahead to 2024. I'm going to go with safety and offensive line. What are you going with? Feel safety? best about. Feel Wait worst about. Oh, feel best about. Um... Wide receiver? Yeah, that's a good pick. It's the best pick on offense for sure. But maybe it is safety. I I, I guess there's. I went there's, with safety well, because man. I just feel like you have more yeah. proven commodities back there, and that's really heavy towards Billy Bowman on 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 that deal. Like Peyton Bowen made some plays, and I think he's going to be a big part of the defense next year. But it's mm-hmm. just. It's hard to look at anyone outside Stutzman and say, well, their production has been comparable to what that guy has done. Well, Bowman, I would say, is uh, his production has surpassed Stutzman. Yeah, um, okay, Um, fine. I I think, actually, safety, I think you're probably right. But just in order to be different, I'll say wide receiver because. What's different, but okay. There's some assumptions in there which kind of changes things. You know, it's not as crystal clear, but I'm assuming that Andrew Anthony comes back and is just as effective, right? And maybe that's a leap I shouldn't take. I think Nick Anderson is going to be – I think he's going to have a huge season. I think the Burks transfer is massive. And whenever you sprinkle in some other players, Gibson and I think wide receiver is right there, and then – I, I feel worse about it's got to be. I'm right there with you on offensive line. That's got to be it. All right, I, I quick mean, timeout. What's the close second? D line. I, I mean, right now no, if we're looking at it. Well, I don't even think maybe. that's necessarily close because there's still some proven commodities there. I. It, it's O line. It's O line. <laughs> yeah, it's O line and kick. Tied in. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's tied in because we we at the moment literally, I, I don't know what we've got. You know so. Maybe it's maybe it's tied in. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. A couple of segments left here from the falls at Brookhaven. Stay tuned. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. You are family at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno, and family saves this December. Four class coming tomorrow. 
And it'll be the final big decision, most likely, until we get to the early signing day coming up in six, day, uh, six days. But we have Eddie Pierre-Lewis coming up tomorrow, the number 29 overall player, according to Rivals. Six foot four, 320 pounds out of Tampa, Florida. Like OU, UCF are probably your two main contenders there. And it's just funny watching EPL, as we call him, run track like the 100, 200 meter, whatever, running it up against kids that are five inches and 100 pounds lighter than him. And he's running track at six foot four, 320, and wow. just outrunning guys much smaller than him. He's, he's an athlete, dude. That's awesome. Now, did you say Eddie Pierre Lewis? Yeah, we've been saying Louis for like six months. And that's not it? It's Lewis, yeah. Not, not as cool, Eddie Pierre Lewis. Eddie Pierre Louis was going to be one of the more fun <sighs> names in this class. Bummer. I mean, when Pierre is there, I mean, Louis is like that's the – That's the biggest shocker of them all. It would be different if it was Eddie Louis. And, oh, Eddie Lewis, okay, that makes sense. The Pierre just – it had yeah. to be Louis. It had to be. And, honestly, I think what we should just call him that, regardless of how he pronounces it or not. Wow. That's that's funny. Whenever you said that, I was like, what's happening here? That's, that's a change-up. Um, 2 p.m. tomorrow, funny. though, we'll, uh, we'll have that covered for you on Locked In. But that's – with everything well, that's happened this week on the offensive line, and I, I get it's not a perfect situation to have to count mm-hmm. on a true freshman guard, but – might you be in that spot? Well, uh, potentially. We'll see. I'll tell you. Um, there may be one person around uh, the country that is excited about Caden Green's move out of Oklahoma. Mr. Pierre I Lewis. Mean, uh, my guess is some NIL funds freed up. <laughs> Could be. You know? Yeah. I mean – you got you got that that big of a, a spot vacated and and there's still someone out there left to be uh possibly swooped up yeah i would say that if eddie's a businessman uh, that's for sure he'd be like uh hey interesting i heard what happened to you guys this week that's a bummer hmm yeah here's what uh if I was, here's what it would take for me to to sure that i that i uh, sign or i commit on friday here's what it here's what it looks like yeah, I'd be saying uh, that inflation's a hell of a thing, you know. Uh, you hate to see it hit, but the price of doing business has just gone up. <laughs> right? I say, I say, if Eddie's a businessman, all these kids are businessmen these days. What am I? What am I talking about? They all are. Yeah, that's funny. Well, um, big. Incredibly strong, super athletic, uh, interior offensive lineman. Uh, yeah, sign me up. Sign me up for all of those. Because he's, he's not just a good athlete, as you talk about him running with uh, smaller guys. Whenever he's 320 pounds running the 100 and 200. But isn't he also, like, incredibly strong? Yes. Uh-huh. I mean, there's, there's just a lot to like there. And that's why Rivals has him ranked Far higher than anyone, or at least I, I think that's why they do. They have him as the number 29 player in the country, and I think the other services don't even have him as a top 30 player in his own state. So there's quite the discrepancy there between his, between his ranking.
which I've not, I've never right. seen this much of a difference from one prospect as uh, ranking from other sites like like this one before. It's it's actually kind of crazy. Yeah. Now, will will yeah. I call him the number twenty nine overall player in the class? Yes, I will. That's how that one's going to go down. Just get ready for that. Yeah. No, I I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Um, is there anything, are there any other potential surprises out there? Because what, signing day is next Wednesday, is that right? Yeah, six days away. Um, potential surprises for the early signing period, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. You're just hoping that guys like Dom McKinley, the five-star um, defensive lineman out of Louisiana, com- uh, committed to A&M, uh, he's going to hold yeah. off until the February signing day. And it sounds like that's going to be the case. A&M has two defensive line commits where it sounds like that's going to be the case. Don McKinley being one and a four-star Daylon Evans uh, is another one as well. So OU still got a couple of targets out there on the defensive line before the uh, final signing day. Yeah. Getting one of those would be awesome. Getting two of those would be exceptional. Uh, It would be incredible. And I know for a long time the Winnery situation was – some people were holding out hope that maybe there'd be a last-minute flip-flop on that. That doesn't seem to be the case anymore, does it? No, not really. There hasn't been momentum yeah. on that one in uh, in a while. I guess anything could happen, but I'd, I'd be pretty surprised right now. Uh, let me let me get to a yeah. few texts here uh, real quick. 405, will you guys comment on O-line developments or guys bailing? Guys bailing? Well, Caden Green's bailing. Outside of that, I guess I don't know. Is that what – I mean, is there anyone else that you know of? No, no. That's that's it. 832, I need anyone? your honest I need your honest responses. Why should OU fans think next year will be a good year? I doubt you'll read that because I'm not being positive. Our D-line and O-line absolutely suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let me just say this. You don't know who your O-line and D-line are going to be. How about that? Um, why, why should you be excited about next year? Well, I guess why would you not be? You're not going to suck, okay? You're going to be a competitive team in the SEC at a minimum. Um, I think that there's – you look at that schedule – you can beat Tennessee, you can beat South Carolina, you can beat Auburn, you can beat Ole Miss, you can beat LSU. Alabama at home is going to be a hell of a football game. You're going to have to play really, really good in order to win that game. Uh, Texas, OU Texas is going to be OU Texas. doesn't matter if they're defending national champ or they get bludgeoned by Washington. That's going to be a great football game. And who doesn't want to see – a really good competitive game with Maine at home. I, I you I mean, know there's what all kinds of things to you be stole about. the words right out of my mouth. I really do. Fun competitive game with Maine. I got a text today from a buddy. It said Maine WTF. I guess he didn't know that they were on the non conference schedule. <laughs> like, well, yeah, here's, here's what Maine happened. was. Maine was also added to the SEC this year. OU, Texas, and Maine joined the SEC. Uh, good stuff. All right, quick timeout. Final segment of The Rush coming up next here from the Falls of Brookhaven. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. 
The Oklahoma women's gymnastics squad opens its home schedule on January 26th at the Lloyd Noble Center. The reigning back-to-back national champ. Or of the rush, no OU hoops on tonight. It's finals week. They won't play again until Saturday night at 8 p.m. against Green Bay at home. Maybe a top 10 basketball team if they win on Saturday, taking on North Carolina next week. So what do we got on TV tonight? Well, we got one NFL game on Prime, uh, the Chargers and the Raiders. Both teams are at 5-8, and eight, but you talk about two relocations that have gone totally different. And there's a lot of relocations mm. going on in sports these days and more to come, I'm sure. But the Chargers leave San Diego and go to L.A., and they have an awesome stadium to play in, but no one really cares about them in Los Angeles, right? <laughs> uh, the Raiders leave a crap stadium, go to an awesome stadium in Vegas, and sure, there's still a lot of away fans there um, when they play home games, but it feels like the city of Vegas, it's much, uh, much more behind the Raiders than L.A. is behind the Chargers. Yeah, um, I it, it's really interesting, isn't it? I mean, and is it, uh, did, oh gosh, uh, Herbert, didn't he, did, is he out? He's out for didn't the year. Did he break a finger, have to have surgery or Easton something? Easton Stick yeah. is their quarterback for the remainder of the season. <laughs> Who? Well, exactly. Have you, I mean, I'm, I've seriously never heard that name in my entire life. Uh, was he a Division Two quarterback coming out? Let me look up uh, Easton That's Stick here. That's awesome. Congratulations to him on uh, getting on a roster. That's North really Dakota cool. State is uh, where he played. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. Pretty pretty cool. I'm well, craving though some um, some OU basketball. I can't wait till Saturday night at 8 p.m. Green Bay or not, whoever. Like like th- this is a team now to where they went, even when they played the crap teams that they should handle by 25 points. I know. This team on its own is just fun to watch so you don't you don't want to miss it. I know it's exciting. I'm I'm so stoked for them, thrilled. I think it's uh I think it's awesome. I can't wait to see how the whole season unfolds. Going to be fun, man. At a minimum, like I've talked to a couple of people like they think they're the le- they're surprised they weren't in the top ten. Who said that? Bill that Self? Outside. Long Kruger? Yes. Both of them? Yes. Yep. Proud of the guys. Proud of the guys. Thought they should be <laughs> top ten. Yeah. All right. That is it for us. You guys kill it as always on the text line. You drive the show. We're just along for the ride. Thanks to the Falls at Brookhaven for having us out. You guys know.